this rock and roll. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Blue Collar D&D. Hello to all of our viewers out there on Twitch. We are happy to have you here. We have another weekly dice giveaway, um, which I'm sure you guys, if you've been here before, you knew that. But if this is the first time you've ever been here, we do have a weekly dice giveaway or bi-weekly, depending on how this ends up going. Um, but so make sure you stick around to the break because we will be giving away some free dice. Um, if you want, you can. Oh, apparently somebody just uh, followed us. That's why the lights turned red. Um, so um, and if you want to join our Patreon community um, and take advantage of some various perks such as DM coaching, um, monthly one shots and more, go ahead and check out uh, patreon.com slash with the color DM. Um, tonight's sponsor uh, is me again uh, for the month of December. Uh, you can get $50 off your first private game DM'd by myself. Whether it be for a one shot or packages of sessions for an entire campaign, there is a link down below in the panels um, or in the description of this video whenever this ends up in the YouTube space. Um, I will include a link at some point for um, I do have public games. I don't have a link down there. I'll probably put it in the chat here at some point um, where you can actually join a game in progress or a game about to be started where you actually um, with a bunch of strangers uh, get to play in a game um, DM by myself as well. So there's that as well. Um, another announcement, um, we will be streaming more, um, and I'll be honest, it'll probably be a little all over the place. Yeah, uh, the plan is to continue the stream at this time on Thursdays. Hopefully, if we can get it to wake weekly, we will try, but um, at least bi-weekly for now. Um, and depending on what works for our schedules, uh, the other thing that we're hoping to do and the thing I'm looking to do is actually some more DM streams. Uh, we're going to be bringing it back and um, these will be very interesting because uh, they will be in conjunction with, um, well, my son's morning nap schedule, to be perfectly frank and honest with you. Um, so it'll be uh, like nap time uh, DM tips and tricks uh, in the mornings. Um, that'll be probably around like nine, ten in the morning, probably to an hour, an hour and a half, two, maybe two if we're lucky. We'll see how it goes. It, the little guy's got to sleep, so we got to figure that out. Um, looks like we got another follower um, or a subscriber on YouTube. One of the two. Uh, there it is. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Um, in that, actually, just to give you an explanation of what we're going to do, it's DM streaming. But what does that mean? Uh, oops, sorry about that. Um, basically, we'll go in depth on world building, uh, DM tips and tricks, miniature unboxings and probably a lot more. So. Um, stay tuned for that. Um, looking to get that started hopefully either next week um, or if not the week after. Um, we'll probably take a little bit of hiatus for the holidays. So uh, stay tuned to the Discord, the Twitter, Instagram, you know, all those places where we throw announcements out there for y'all. Um, Izzy, is there anything that you would like to plug at this time? Um, so the, the Nat 30s. Uh, we are playing on Sundays uh, at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time, our main campaign. On Mondays, we have Midnight Mondays, where you can come join us for um, the pre-release horror TTRPG, The Midnight World. And on Tuesdays, we have some more D&D not DM'd by me. No, you can keep going. I just realized I haven't okay. done this yet. <laughs> um, not DM'd by me, but DM'd um, by our very own Cuba. And that is with the uh, Wicked Independent Prestige Incorporated crew. Um, yeah, so that's what we're doing. We, we stream Sunday, Monday, Tuesday for now. Awesome. Um, and then um, PJ, is there anything that you would like to uh, go ahead and plug at this time as well, my friend? Hey, 
Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Edge of Legend is our Pathfinder second edition show that we do on Nat 20 Productions official here on Twitch. Uh, we had the second to last episode of season one last night with a giant battle of the five nations for uh, versus a reawoken dragon army that have been sleeping for 5,000 years. Basically, World War dragon so uh next week is gonna be the final episode of season one the big penultimate final battle against the bbeg uh if you want to come tune wednesday 8 p.m pacific center time uh if you're up that late please do love to see you as we conclude a story that's been two years in the making and uh every wednesday if you can just to see where the heroes go and we'll have more exciting announcements in 2022 uh to share with you guys so look to see you then absolutely um and then jen i'm gonna ask anyway but is there anything you want to plug <laughs> so good night everyone um <laughs> i love <laughs> D characters at sleepy sandwiches on instagram twitter and it's still very hard for me to get accustomed to but i'm trying anyway so nice to have you here Absolutely. Um, and with that, we're uh, going to jump right into things. Um, still letting these characters breathe a little bit. Um, and hopefully once Juliet is able to join us, Ashley will be out again today. Um, hoping to have her back sometime at the start of the new year. So um, we'll be kind of uh, I'll be kiting her for a little while, but uh, we hope to have her back soon. Miss you, Ashley. Uh, last we left off, our group of adventurers, seeing that there were so many various obstacles in front of them including the kidnapping of Shirley Went, the son of Duke Dotrin, and the issues surrounding Darktop Mountain and global warming, the incursion of the Underdark, and the ongoing threat of Shekas, the tiger demon and former patron of Juliet, Morhoron and Demikos would leave in the middle of the evening, leaving Juliet and Twyla behind in order to, what they reasoned was the best way to tackle these many numerous threats on the table. Learning this, Twyla and Juliet, you would both head on over to the library to meet with, up with Petra Pineneedle. A uh, Pineneedle, excuse me. The librarian at the Nulgrim Archives. And would request a, the normal study room that you would normally take, Twyla. Not much here changing at these archives. You would search the library for tomes hinting on where and what to do next in your research of this global threat, uh, global warming, the, and... Examining the Tome of the Burning Fire and the Other, the Conquerors of the Betrothal, you would find out some information about drow houses of the underground. Learning of the lead house, the House of Betrothal, House Lamont in second, and then most recently, the Mobile House to Know. You will learn much about the vicious houses of the deep, the deep underground drow, much different than the subsurface or mainland drow, and the several roles between within the houses of the deep underground drow, including the matron mothers, the garrison leaders, the assassins of the great houses. The most startling, of course, being that of House Lamont, before Twyla, before you can even ask Juliet about her house, <laughs> from the ex you heard loud explosions from the exterior of the inn. Rushing out into the streets, responding to the same explosions, Twyla and Juliet would do battle with many magma-like humanoids and elementals of fire and flame before reaching the Temple of Orbim. We would also meet two other newcomers, Zalire and Ariok. Mysterious in their backgrounds, we would soon learn much about Ariok's affiliation with the Liverguard and the city of Westermere on the continent of Ikresh. Not long after observing a few figures leave the Regal Pillwind, the establishment run by Reginald Standwick, you would also hear loud explosions, loud explosions from the exterior of the inn. 
These two groups would then meet up and do battle with more of these strange magma-like creatures, defeating them and seeing that they were led by uh, numerous individuals in white and red robes. Dispatching these creatures outside, you would pursue the robed figure inside, where you would take down three more humanoid followers of the Cult of the Flame. After finally being able to introduce yourselves, you would head to the Tricky Ingot Tavern to meet up with your old friend Jezen and Akumi, the leader, the guild leader of the Hand of Justice. There you would gain what little information that Akumi had heard about the cult before enjoying an evening of ale and milk before heading to bed for the evening. And that is where we left off. And as you prepare for your day's journey on and about town, looking out your window, you see something a little unsettling. Looking out the window of your rooms here at the Tricky Inc., you see what appears to be blood red clouds of an incoming storm at the night sky. Or the morning sky, excuse me. Townsfolk in the streets are in awe of its scope and in its deep crimson shadow that it casts over the city. As you all kind of get your things together here, getting ready for the rest of the day, what would you all like to do? So I think Ariok's going to, uh, as he wakes up and sees the sky, uh, gather his things, do morning preparations, kind of read his book about uh, uh, what it means to be a good and, and, and wise and, and caring leader and person. Uh, you know, once he's got that memorized, puts it back in his pocket and then goes, friend, wake up, this guy's bleeding. And he's shaking Zamir uh, 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 and he's like, wake up, wake up, this guy's bleeding or on fire. Either way. Is 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 got is not good. So Valeria is going to uh, like turn and being used to this at this point. Okay, I'm up. What what uh, do you mean? Guy is what, oh, bleeding. Look, look out a window. Look at that. Is look. Ten gold says nothing good ever comes from a red sky in the morning. Red sky in the morning. Farmers take warning? I admit I was not a farmer or a sailor. No, you are you are probably correct. This it may be normal here. We I, find Twyla. She uh, yeah, I think I think they would know better if it's just like a normal thing, this place. Alright, give me a minute to Pull all of my things together. She's gonna gather up her stuff. Okay. Put her hood on. <laughs> it's Twilight's awake and she's looking at the sky. She's gonna be facing like, this is bad. Why is this happening? Why is everything happening here? Oh no. <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? Uh, oh, so you say this is not normal. Okay. You owe me ten gold, friend. You said maybe this is normal here. See, I, I, I said nothing could ever come from a red sky. So in the morning, I think that this is bad news, bears. That's what I think. I don't remember making a bet of it at all. What? Nice try. Oh, nice no, I said try, I'd give though. you ten gold. Sure. Uh, it's too early yeah. in the morning. I need coffee. Anything <laughs> <laughs> I tell you yesterday? Like, everything's happening here. I don't know 
this everything's happening here. You see, you see. Leroy is gonna go over and kind of like rub her arm very gently and awkwardly a little bit because they just met. You know, you're still there. Thank you. You're so nice. It's been so long since someone told me like just. It'll be all right. Everything. It'll be okay. Ariok gives beautiful hugs if you'd like a hug. There's no time. Let me. Okay, okay. There's always time. Okay. So she's gonna just go and give him a quick hug. Uh, I have to pack. Um. Oh. As he's as he's hugging you, he's doing, he's giving like head pets. His hands are like the size of like most people's helmets, and he's just going right in your head. He's giving you head pets. He goes, "Oh, you need to pack up." Scoops you up in his arms. He goes, "All right, where's the way? Where where are we going to help you pack up?" Yeah, during this during this time, Juliet's just kind of like staring out the window, and she just kind of deep in thought, kind of assessing the situation. Kind of turns back, and she just. Yeah, we do. We need to go, but this this definitely has to do something with what we dealt with yesterday. It can't be anything else. Oh, the uh, the 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 fire cult, yeah. The wire yeah. It's got to be. I, they Could it be a dragon. Whoa. I sure hope not. There hasn't been any. There hasn't been any in these lands for the better part of a few centuries. Uh, that would be bad. That would be bad. Um. But it's got to be these these people. Um. We never really got a chance to look at that book. Um. I don't think we ever really finished what we were doing. We kind of we learned a little bit about like some sort of oncoming yeah. fire and destruction, but we never really delved into it. Um, I can read. Maybe we go there. I, I mean, yeah, but well, we should definitely get going. Check with Ikumi, maybe like split. Maybe Ikumi saw something and. And check the the book in the library. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we should definitely. Oh, sorry. What do you want? Yeah, I'm a little flustered. Um. Yeah, we should definitely. Some of us should go to the library. But is there anything else you think that we can do in the meantime? Like anything, any loose ends that we haven't thought of yet? Have we gone back to oh, the temple that we killed them all that last time? There might be. Uh, some sort of symbolism, or maybe even some some letters, or uh, anything that they might left behind. Maybe. Twyla, why don't you and Ariel go figure that out? Zayre, come with me. And she just like grabs onto your shoulder, onto your um, onto your elbow, and just kind of like interlocks it and starts dragging you with her. Bye. Bye, I friends. Guess, um, Aria could still hugging me. Like, I'm so I'm basically just swaddling in like a baby. Like, bye, friends. Be safe. Bye. You as well. <laughs> Please. Yep. 
Um, so we'll start with uh, we'll start with Ariok and Twyla. Um, so you guys are going back to the temple. Is that correct? Oh, that's my thought. Yeah, are you down for that too? Let's go and let's be like on the lookout. If we see anything, mm-hmm. if we see someone with white and red robes, we chase. Okay, <laughs> we give chase. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, white and red robes. Chase okay. him. Go ahead. Just ask me for you to tackle it, because maybe it could be a normal person too, you know? I wouldn't even think about that. Yeah, no, uh, you know what? He kind of picks you up and puts you in front of him. You lead the way. And I'm going like, fast walking. Big walking, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, big walking, yeah. Uh, Yeah, you guys start making your way downtown. That's as far as I'm going with that. Um, but you start making your way and following the path you took before. I mean, the Temple of Orbit isn't you're in middle Nogrim, so it takes you probably the better part of a few minutes um, as you're kind of walking there. Go ahead and give me a perception check as you're just kind of making your way through the town. Well, that comes in on D&D or on. Uh, there we go. I probably only need Twilas. <laughs> but um, as yours comes in on Foundry, Twyla, you see um, as you're kind of gauging your surroundings, most of the people like it's definitely not something that's normal. This is definitely not a, a phenomenon that's typical here. It's off putting for sure because it's a deep, dark blood red and it kind of casts this big kind of swath of a shadow, almost like everything's kind of coated in this like kind of red crimson uh the shadows get a little bit deeper and darker um even more so almost like it's kind of casting shadow even though normally in the sunlight in the day it wouldn't um it's odd um and some people are kind of awestricken by it you do see some people that are just kind of like like panicking and immediately run inside but as far as you can see and as far as you can tell, there is no um, adverse effect um, from this particular um, from this particular red or red sun. Um, and as you finally make it your way there, um, you do come upon the kind of ruined to an extent ruined, but charred exterior of this building a number of the um there were a few banners that were kind of this like kind of um blue and um red kind of colorations that were up along the sides they used to kind of drape over here that had the symbolism of orbit they've kind of been all kind of burned and torn and tattered on their way up um a number the the doors in the front of the building that you guys all kicked in on your way through or off the hinges just kind of spilt out into the chamber um and that's kind of what you can see here on the exterior of the building there's still pock marks on the uh on the ground of the uh <laughs> of the uh, street level here from where you guys had your fight when uh the giant uh t-rex just stomped around the downtown area so um it's definitely still kind of a a mess um and it is kind of cordoned off at this point. You can see a number of the uh, Crimson Regiment here, um, the kind of town guard here in the city of Nogrim kind of have it kind of gated off. And you do see an individual um, that's kind of standing there um, kind of um, in a more formal kind of um, uh, Crimson Regiment kind of dress and garb. Um, he stands there. 
probably around the probably around i would say six feet maybe six foot two um kind of um crop blonde hair and blue eyes um he's wearing like a whole full set of chain mail with a long sword and he's got a shield um just kind of stands there um kind of very focused on like what he's doing he's also partnered with a female um elven looking female um kind of a more of a squarish kind of face with um white hair and sharp green eyes um she also has this kind of like chain mail and sword on as well um and what appears to be maybe some sort of holy symbol around her neck but looks similar to that of Orban, and they both just kind of... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, who are you? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Twyla, is this your friend here? Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, this is Ariak, and he's a new friend, really strong, like, and he's here to help out with everything that's happening. I'm not sure if you got some news. Do you have any idea about what this red sky is? Because... I mean... As far as, I mean, we're as flabbergasted as you are. Uh, I don't really know exactly what's going on up there. Um, we had a few more people here that were kind of searching the grounds, um, but as this kind of all kind of happened, uh, not a lot of them, uh, sorry, a few of them went and re-fortified over, the, uh, over at the castle there. Uh, so right now, it's just us, but um, as far as any information, we got, um, I mean, you all... Uh, you're probably the one that did a number on a few of them. It looks like there, sir. Um, it looks like a few of them were pretty beat up. Uh, um, we kind of left everything alone because we were going to have um, some of our uh, more investigative kind of uh, um, portion of the guard come in. But um, now with this kind of all happening this morning, that's just kind of out of the question. Um, if there's anything you all can glean, you're more than welcome to go ahead and give it a try. Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, we're here just looking for more information that they may have had on their personage. I kind of got a feeling that they weren't locals, you know what I mean? And uh, I was wondering if they have any letters or symbols or anything that might explain this red sun situation. Um, the elven individual just kind of... Well, they did have a few... Um, they all had this kind of like sun kind of... Um, symbolism on a number of their right on the number of their um garments and things of that nature but um that's all we could really glean but maybe you can have better luck than we did so feel free to kind of go ahead and take a look i think i will um twyla do you have any ideas insights things to get us started um i'm afraid my time in the fight was spent more on the violent end than on the inquisitive end well, what I so like what I know is that they control these elementals, so we're looking into magic that could summon and control them. Um, I'm not sure if I've seen that kind of emblem somewhere in my books or from you know the time I spent in the town I used to live. Um, I think we should just go on check it out like more carefully and see what we find because I didn't actually um went too near them because I was uh quite hurt so I tried to keep my distance so maybe 
Okay. Well, in that case, I'm finding no information sitting here talking. Yeah, let's go up the cabin and let's start the searching. Um, I'm going to start with that pile of bodies over there. And he just kind of moves over to uh, the far end where mm-hmm. was the, where that was the big fight between him and the, the Knight of Orban, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the Knight of the Sun. Uh, not, not the Knight of Orban. Yeah, the, it was a, um, a Knight of the Flame um, in this particular sense. Uh, he, he didn't really identify himself really specifically. You just know he was probably um, definitely part of this cult um, of some whatever they are. And he was fairly well armored, which is kind of not normal for your experience with cultists is usually they're kind of a quiet kind of um, stick to the shadows. Don't make any kind of I mean, if they're going to take a big chance like this, it's probably not their mo to make a big stink unless they're pretty sure that they're going to do a pretty good job um but um the interior of this particular establishment this temple is completely trashed um many of the pews and many of the iconography that was here to the temple of orban is completely destroyed you see a number of um like obviously the curtains the, the windows are all blown out um and with all the stained glass that was here that was these kind of deep, um, very vibrant colors. You see these kind of like deep blues and purples that were um, had shown scenes of the various different plights um, that Orban and the various miracles that Orban had um, done during his time in the stories of himself on the on the material plane. But these all destroyed, all blown out. You um, you actually see what appears to be kind of the pockmarks of like just kind of the impacts on the sides of the stonework here on the outside. You also see um, anywhere where these kind of fiery elemental, these magma type creatures kind of stepped or moved or walked. You can see that it's completely charred like paths all throughout. And a lot of the artifacts that are normally kind of set up around the altar and stuff like that have been either smashed. A lot of the symbolism, the statues, a lot of these things have been um, just wiped clean and destroyed by this group. It seems that um, just give me a general investigation check because you kind of Search the bodies and kind of doing what you're doing, um, both you and uh, Twyla. So, is there something missing from here, I wonder? Okay, we got an 11, 11 for Twyla. What'd you get, PJ? Also an 11. Ariok? All right, with an 11. Um, looking at the bodies, you continue to see kind of more of this kind of like sun iconography with kind of the waving kind of, um, I would almost call it a... Um, like a zigzag sort of pattern as opposed to your typical like spread out like straight rays of sunshine that you would see on a lot of more um, refined art pieces and things of that nature or representations of other religious iconography um, would use different um, symbolism for the sun. Um, This one appears to be um, very uh, different, but then also that you can see on a number of the individuals, there is a um, a very distinct long kind of like fang like impression down the center of each of these um, uh, of these symbols, like there's almost like a kind of a um, I don't want to call it carved in, but like kind of like an etched in kind of like fang that kind of comes down um, one singular fang um, appears kind of like long and thin as opposed to like just like a sharp but rather than just um. Um, like a sharp kind of like vampire fang or something like that. It appears kind of like a longer, almost like animalistic type fang. Um, but as far as anything else, like paperwork, um, what their purposes were, what they were trying to do, um, unfortunately, you're unable to, in this particular scenario, find anything that would lead you to figuring some of those things out. 
Alright. Well, at least we now know this is a very different thing, and we know to look out for the sun with the weird, like, fang in it. Um... And the heat symbol, yeah. Yeah. It also seems kind of weird, because, like, I've met cultists, yeah, nice folk, until they're not, and then you kill them. And when you do, usually, they're like, scrawny, and they have like robes on them. Real easy to crush, yeah? I've not met too many with the whole plate and chain, and the sword, and the sense of moral obligation. That's new to me. I'm wondering if they're somehow starting to like, um, what's a good word, uh, convert other paladins or temple knights. Maybe. Mm. Uh, Ooh, if that's the case, we could talk to other temples. They might know. Well, hey, uh, have you seen a around here? And we'll, we'll go from there. So I got a few ideas. Like, oh. I have my flying broom. Maybe it can carry the both of us and we can see if we can go from one side of the town to the other and see if there's one side which is warmer and maybe we can use that to take us to whatever these people are because um, it's being warmer and warmer each day so we thought yeah. it had something to do with this and uh, I used to see um, my master like doing something like this and I'm making a prayer so maybe I can try to use that because you know sometimes I mimic what he used to do and something's happening so I can try that way I assure you I'm no expert well it's all right I'm no expert either uh, I'm, I'm a paladin of the crown I don't worship a god I just make sure humans stop sucking a little more than less Stop sucking as much. And it, honestly, if you want to take the lead on the whole is it warm thing, I would appreciate that. I sweat everywhere. Every place is hot to me. So if you could take the lead, oh, I would be very appreciative. So I guess it's going to be a sweaty trip. Okay. <laughs> <A> sweaty. <laughs> uh, I'm going to. I'll try not to fall off the broom. You know, I don't want to get too slick. Yeah, that sounds nice. So I'm gonna use just because um, Eyes of the Grave to see if any undead energy or something goes by, and I'm gonna press my hands together and come on, Roland, guide me. Uh, okay. So, is there any way like we can tell about something? You know, this is like a cult or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. You go ahead and um, you push your mind out, um, kind of like allowing your mind wander, um, utilizing your eyes of the grave, kind of just trying to get a general sense of any undead entities or anything of that nature that is like an insult to the natural cycle of life. Um, It only goes out to like 60 feet um, and... um, Go ahead and do that and... No, there's nothing undead or any of that kind of nature in and around this place. 
I'm not sure if I did it wrong or if there's nothing, but I don't feel anything. Um, how do you feel about going to the nearest temple on a flying bird? Um, I think it sounds like a great... Uh, so, I guess my only concern is, is there enough room on the broom? I am... I'm, I'm a big lad. Yeah, you are. And I would say... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking like uh I don't know we can I don't we yeah. can find a way I guess. Yeah, you're 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 a big lad. Um why is it saying Okay. Why that's happening? Um, I'm really bringing your character in because for some reason Twilight says you're level zero. I don't know why. It just does. Um, <laughs> it's because I didn't pray so well. And I, I know. I mean, <laughs> damn. Ah, oh, there really? we go. That's a little better. You, you turned into an NPC on us. What happened? I know. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I was like, that's not right. Um, all right, there we go. Um, yeah, no. Um, you can fit on the broom. Um, it's yeah, foundry is almost perfect. Um, <laughs> it, um, but you are able to fit on the broom. Although um, Twyla, he, you're kind of like on the very edge at this point. Like you have like the handle, like kind of like it's. It, you don't have much room. Um, you kind of area. You're kind of sitting on the bristles on the back, um, just trying to make everything fit. Just trying to like. It's like the funniest kind of like if you can imagine like um um I don't know Twyla driving a motorcycle with Ariok behind her trying to like hold on he's like he's like he's like hanging off the edge of the back of the wheel almost like with his butt touching the wheel um that's basically what it's kind of like and the room moves quite slow now um but you are able to kind of <laughs> it's like a roller coaster um and you are able to get up um to a height where you feel comfortable that you uh, can. <laughs> Looking forward, you, you you get to the point where you can observe most of the city from your height. Um, yeah. <laughs> can you see anything, Ariak? I'm just trying to to grab on for life. Oh, by by the beard of West of me, I'm trying really hard not to look down right now. Oh, I'm really high up, guys. I'm not feeling safe. I'm going to make a perception check. Oh, it's not good at all. I was going to say, it's probably a disadvantage because you don't, you, you're scared out of your mind right now. Um, now, that you're, now that we know this about you. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. I, for someone who's born on the mountains, I should be better with heights. Uh, same number each time. 16 perception check as I feel very unsafe as a whale riding a skateboard. 16, you said? 16, yes. Oh, that's still not bad. Um, Tyler, you go, go ahead and give me a perception check as well. Yeah, so 16 on your perception check, Ariak. Um, Tyler rolled a one. Uh, so, um, as you're kind of like gauging um, the area, Twilight, you're just kind of like solely focused on holding onto the broom for your dear life because you have like this much broom to sit on. Um, and you're just kind of like <laughs> trying not to fall off. Um, and Ariok, as you kind of like are kind of like trying to hold on to like the broom too at the same time, this is a really funny sight to think about. Um, 
There aren't. This is Orban is the only fine. Um, Orban's the only kind of like temple um, in this particular town uh, city. Excuse me. Um, they only kind of wholly focus one particular deity here. Um, and as far as like any other. Um, I guess I would say as far as any other kind of major landmarks, you do see Castle Offshell like off in the distance. Um, that is where the capital um, of this particular. Well, I say capital, the major kind of landmark where the uh, where the Duke lives, um, where Shirley used to live. Um, and as you kind of like um, gauge the area, you can also see kind of like the very distinct districts kind of to an extent. You have like kind of the area in and around the uh, in and around the castle itself, you have kind of middle Mogram where you kind of all took off from. You can actually see what appears to be a feisty looking drow and a Vidalcan kind of like um, walking down the street towards the library at this time, um, which Zaliri, you just see your friend. I mean, we don't have to even roll perception. You can just see this giant bear of a man just like flying up overhead and you're just like shake your head. And, yeah. <laughs> um, and um you can also see what appears to be lower Nulgrim. So there's another area in Nulgrim that's kind of like um, more, I would say even almost more densely populated, but definitely not um, better constructed. It's a little bit more. Um, it's probably what I would call the the. If there's a bad part of town, this would be it. Although Nulgrim's a pretty friendly, welcoming place, so it would be more of like a kind of a working class district to an extent. Um, maybe lower. Um, yeah, yeah call it that um but other than that you don't really glean much um from as far as like from the height that you're at you do feel much warmer that you're up in the sky um but um that's about it while we pause thinking about that image right there um Zalire, uh you and juliet um as she kind of like kind of like pulls your elbow aside um and starts kind of like dragging you um she just kind of um kind of very driven to go straight to this library, although she kind of kind of turns to you a little bit and she just kind of. So where are you from? Well, um, I'm, I'm from around many, many places. Uh, where are you from? Um, yeah, it's a difficult question to answer often, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, for a while, I, I lived in and around Timberwood. So there's that. Um, how did you meet your partner there? Well... It's a very long story. Not all that interesting. I am, although, interested to know how you and and Twyla came to be. And I must say, this is the most energetic I've seen you since we met in the past 24 hours. Are you okay? Um, she just kind of like takes a second and she she kind of like looks around as we're kind of walking. She just kind of like. Uh, I um let's just say I lost something dear to me. Um but um 
now I we have a new goal and a new focus, um, something that we have a clear, well, clear as mud, um, kind of focus to kind of go towards, and we have a new enemy. Um, and so I, now that we have that, I'm kind of wholly focused on this um, now. Yeah. Sorry for yesterday. Um, I, I got... I didn't get the greatest of news earlier in the day, and then with everything else kind of happening, uh, taking my... taking my frustration out on um, those fire cultists was um, soothing, to say the least. Although... It's hard. It's... As far as how I came across Twyla, um... She, um... Not ironically, from this very same library. Um... We, um... Were researching things about this... Fucked up tiger thing, demon, and, um... I mean, she decided to kind of come along, hoping to learn more about this other stuff she's dealing with. Um, we, um, that's when we had, um, well, I mean, you heard about Timic. Um, he's part of the reason that I can do some of this stuff, and she just kind of, like, druidcraft, like, some small, um, kind of, like, flowers and things of that nature in her hands. Just, um, kind that's of a lovely. deep... They're kind of a deep, kind of like um, black petaled um, flower with a little bit of deep purple in it, and she just kind of. He was a good friend. Um, and then we met some new people. Um, well, there was always we, I always had Morhoron. He was kind of the only thing that stayed. He was the only thing that stayed stable. Now. I'm it. Um, the last one left out of that original group. It's just a little... It's a lot. Change is rarely easy, but it is consistent. I'm sorry you lost your companions. Hopefully they'll end up being okay. Um, they, the other two that were with us are trying to go and rescue one of the other ones. The go figure. Um, the seems, dragonborn and the tiefling. Yeah, they are off to go. Well, apparently they're gonna go save the duke's son, which that's a thing. Um, so it, I'm sorry. It's. Morhan's right. There's just too, there's too many things going. This is one thing that I can focus on. Then that'll make it a little easier. But um, um, oh, here we are. And um, as you um kind of continue um ignoring the flying bear in the sky, um, <laughs> you come across um this kind of again columned kind of. Um, library here at the archives at Nulgrim. Um, inside, you see Petra Pinneedle 
um, the small kind of gnomish woman with the uh, with the little ponytail and her little spectacles kind of her stack is a little bit lower now. She seems to have actually tried to get some work done and she just kind of like, oh, hello. oh. Uh, um, hi, Juliet. Um, the room's that way. Yeah, OK. Um, and Juliet just kind of like just doesn't even like make eye contact with her. She just pulls you. Um, over to this kind of um, little study room. This room is um, maybe like maybe like eight by eight um, in in um, in layout. It's kind of cramped. There's one kind of central table. You see a number of books kind of stacked here. Um, two books are open. Um, one of them being what appears to be some sort of archive about drow. For whatever reason, um, you also see this other book um, that is currently open. Um, this book of that, of, uh, where did it go, where did it go? The notes are in places, I swear. Um, la, 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 um, the burning fire. There it is. <laughs> Jeez. Um, she kind of like immediately kind of turns and flips the pages and begins kind of like um, pointing out um, what she's learned so far. Um, go ahead and give me an investigation check as you all are just kind of like diving into these tomes. I get a 12. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. 18. 18. Yeah. 18 is really good. Um, looking into this particular tome, um, the burning fire being the big one. Um, as you're kind of reading into this, you not only see a lot of like this, like conversation of the oncoming um, flame and the um, bathing the land um, of the. There's a lot of iconography or um, conversation or um, language about cleansing the land of the false god multiple false gods. In fact, apparently whatever this particular book in question, it chronicles um, a previous um, analog to what's happening now. Um, it would appear that at one point uh, a cult of very similar um, kind of makeup came to the land in order to kind of destroy and eradicate as many religions as they possibly could from existence. Um, targeting a lot of religious holy sites, whether it be cathedrals and temples, holy sites, whatever the case may be. Um, they did so in the name of um, Menrith. Um, that's spelled M-E-N-N-R-Y-T-H. Um, specifically, Menrith the Dragon King. Um, reading more on this, there is an, some conversation and language on their attempts and um, their intentions to not only bathe the world of any believers of a false god, or what they seem to be a false god, um, in hopes to appease Menrith, but not only that, to try to bring him into the prime material plane. Um, they were thwarted um, fairly early on. Um, 
but a lot of the language that's in here is there's a lot of obvious places where this cult made mistakes and they're kind of like talked about it was also a much more smaller kind of um, upstart kind of group much more of your stereotypical this for whatever reason Peter is a little bit more what you've been dealing with a little bit more organized um, at least from what you've seen um, but generally speaking um, that is what kind of this particular tome kind of talks about is the previous kind of cult of the flame that existed at one point or another who tried to bring forth the Dragon King Manrith and failed miserably. Well, it's almost unfortunate that we found something because this time they're more likely to learn from their mistake instead of fail miserably as a first go round. If this is the same thing. Hold on. And you see Juliet immediately just kind of darts out and goes up to Petra and she just is like. So you said energy today. You said you hired a new person. Where are they? And Petra's just kind of like, oh, Gregory, um. Uh, he didn't. He didn't come into work today. Is that the custodian? Yell out. Um, yes, it was the custodian. Where does where does this Gregory have access to? Well, I mean everywhere. Well, he cleans and may puts the books back in order. He makes sure that the the um once people check the books back in, he helps put them back on the shelves as well as clean many of the uh, dust many of the tomes and things of that nature. Um, not that he'd be here by now, but for whatever reason, I don't know, he's not here. I mean, he has pretty much access to everything that I do. Are there any books missing? I mean, I'm still going through the backlog that he left behind. Um, he was kind of bad at cataloging books, but, um, from what I can tell, um... Everything's still here, from what I can tell. Mm. Sorry, I wish I had more for you. I only have only thing I know about him is that he, um, he liked to frequent a um, uh, the Goblin Inn down in uh, Lower Nogrum, the tavern there. Um, it's mainly where he um spent most of his afternoons and evenings apparently getting drunk with some of his friends. Well, Juliet, I think you have your next goal. The Goblin Inn. Let's go. And um, as she kind of um, walks out here, the flying bear is still up in the sky and like, Juliet goes, Are you two quite done? I was done the minute we got up here. I want to go down now. Twyla, let him down. <laughs> no, we are getting to hang out of this. You, you see, we're, we're okay. We know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
Okay. I'm okay. clenching with Hold all on. of my ass cheeks. Please put me down now. <laughs> it's gonna bigger fall. It's gonna be fall. Everything's gonna be okay. Mm. I have seen a Goliath fall from the sky before, and it was not pretty. She's not saying this loud, so he won't hear. But <laughs> it was not a pretty uh, sight when when he hit the ground. So. Hold on! When did we come down? In the minute I get near the ground, I just let go and drop off the mm-hmm. side of the broom, landing on my back. I'm just... Blair will <laughs> run over, like, help him up. <laughs> I'm alright. I'm very proud of you. That That is, um... That was, that was impressive. To be so high up. And <laughs> such a large person. Hey, thank, thank you. It was like being an elephant balancing on the tip of a needle. I uh, wouldn't uh, recommend it. Think about how impressive that is. What a you are quite you are quite the Goliath. I, I'm, I don't know about that. I think I'm pretty good. You know, just, just glad to be on the ground. If I'm being honest. Oh my gosh. He's very brave. Very oh, brave. the beard of Westermere. Oh boy. The bravest of us all. Honestly. I right. well, I well, thank you. I'm blushing. So I hope we have a location that we need to go to. We do. Um yeah, the goblin inn. Um uh, it's it's in the lower part of the city. I'm sure we can find it. Um shouldn't be too big of an issue. Juliet has set her sights on a goal, and we are following it. All right. Um, Well, Julia, since you seem to know the way, uh, why don't you lead us, uh, and I'll follow. All right. And she just kind of begins to kind of, like, zigzag. Um, She does kind of know the way. It's actually kind of um, impressive. And Twyla, you've... You would have heard of this place, but you never stayed there, um, seeing as it was kind of... Um, didn't have the greatest reputation as far as um, amongst the townsfolk when you first arrived in the city, when you were trying to find somewhere to stay while you were studying um, the um, entity related to you um, that you were trying to research. Um, and as you kind of begin traveling through no- Lower Nulgrim, you see um, it, it's exactly like I described before. It's much more a um, little bit more poverty stricken. You and not terribly like not to the point where like everyone's destitute on the street like but you can definitely tell that like most of if there is taxes they're not all spent here but it they try um so it's one of those things where like you know not everyone is on the same scale and level as like necessarily as um the town folk in middle nulgrim but you know there are still like some people who are kind of like better off in this area than others and um that kind of delineation between um individuals of varying um economic stature is very apparent um but as you kind of um make your way over to um this kind of like ramshackle kind of like strange looking uh building um you see a number of gruff looking individuals kind of like sitting on south side of the establishment um and you see like how this building's even standing is beyond me um, because most of the, uh, what should be nice, good structure and like solid wood beams and things of that nature are like almost like patched together, like kind of, um, multiple pieces of wood that have been like kind of like 
nailed together in order to create a beam and not all these pieces are necessarily fitting together well um it would totally be against code um but you uh as you kind of like come in through this door you kind of push open the saloon doors they kind of behind you um more of these kind of individuals but the atmosphere here is generally happy um a large number of individuals are enjoying a game of darts in the corner uh with full mugs of ale and kind of clearly drunk even though it's only like 10 o'clock probably right now in the morning at this point um you also see a um a goblin at the rear of the bar um who's kind of like sitting um he's at the bar but he's also got like a um kind of like a a stage kind of set up on one end with a piano and he's currently kind of like playing a song on the piano um everyone's kind of like having a very like kind of happy time you can hear a number of folk um just kind of oops not that one um a number of folks just kind of like clinking glasses and like enjoying the day and um really kind of like mixing it up with each other and just kind of like ribbing each other um you can hear the sounds of this guy playing on the piano the goblin himself um kind of a sh i mean he's short he's a goblin um, and you can see kind of behind the bar, the bar is made to the height of a normal human. So he's you can see that um, periodically he jumps down from a step stool to jump onto another one to jump down to a step stool to jump onto another one as he sees you kind of walking in. He's got like a um, um, brown pants with like a white shirt with like blue, uh, these blue um, um, suspenders on his shoulders. He's got like kind of like a red necktie that's been kind of tied around, but the shirt isn't like collared, so it's just kind of like you can see the necktie tied all the way around. Um, beady red eyes with like a small little like black hat with a red kind of like ribbon around it. Big, large smile, long ears, um, big kind of like almost like trader style mustache that comes out to like here. Um, black hair that kind of comes down into mutton chops down at the side. Has this like kind of like big shit eating grin that's just like he's just like. He just kind of comes out. He's like, "Oh yes, uh, what can I do for you?" <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the Goblin Inn. My name is Toke Red Eye. What do you want? Blair. Uh, gonna look at. Uh, <laughs> Are you all deaf? Are you all deaf? Ah, we are visiting for the first time, and we just want to. To know this place a little bit, maybe hang out, uh, ask for a friend that we are missing from from our job. I'm not sure if he's here because he usually spends his evening here, you know, and he's the one that mentioned the place. Oh, what? Oh, what'd you say his name was? And I cast the tech dot. And <laughs> okay, I'm going. So, um, you see this new guy? We've been working at the library. His name is Gregory. Ah, yes, Gregory. Um, can't see I've seen him in a while, but um, sure he'll be around at some point. He uh, frequents here almost every afternoon or while he's on break, and then he comes back at the end of the night. Um, although I didn't see him come back just, uh, last night. Uh, strange for him, but I'm sure he'll be back again today. If you stick around, I'm sure he'll come. So what, what do you think about him? I think he's a really nice guy, but... I don't know, you know, like just. I mean, he's kind of a dick, if you ask me. Uh, sorry, uh, not not. Don't want to be. Um, uh, sorry, he's your friend. Um, really great guy. Yes. Um, totally not. We just a... met him. To we just met yeah. him. Oh, right. we're, just... we're calling. He's an asshole. Okay, like 
he pays his tab, but like is really hard about it. Always wants to haggle with me at the end of the night, even though he's drank more than his fill. Keeps talking about these like it doesn't matter anyway, and uh, like we're all gonna be like you know cleansed of the earth. <sighs> Whatever, fucking weirdo. If you ask me, kind of an asshole though. That's that's really strange, you know. We've been working uh. together, and he's been sort of quiet. I'm not sure what's going on. So you're talking about the same one. I know, maybe it's because, you know, I'm me and he treats me differently, but I'm scared now. Do you think that we should be careful about him at the library or something? Because... I don't know, I mean, he works at a library. Like, what kind of crap can he get into? I don't know. Well, uh, I mean, you can get into a lot of crap when you're not around the books. Yeah, just because you work at a library at one part of the day doesn't mean at night you're not out there making moves stabbing people i've seen it before and it's really tragic i mean he must have been doing stuff in the wee hours of the morning because he uh i mean i don't i mean i i mean i guess he might, might i mean i don't know when he gets out of work but uh he pretty much would come here we said right after he was done but um you know it's probably sometime around 11 12 o'clock at night so i just assume that's what he that was his working hours at Library opens, stays open late, or he has to work late. I don't know. But are you, are you all gonna are you all gonna drink anything while you're here? Or are, you just, are we just gonna talk here? Just gonna look around oh. to see if anybody's paying attention to us talking. Give me a perception check. And uh, uh, sure, let's drink something, you guys. Um, maybe you know we'll find Gregory and see if he's okay because you know, I was sort of missing him. Seventeen. I was worried, yeah. but maybe everything's okay and he'll come here. Ales, everyone. Yeah, absolutely, I'll join a drink. All, all of the all biggest ale you can get. Uh, I love uh, that, and just, just sprinkle a little bit of whatever like cinnamon or spice you have in it. It'd be great. Do you have a non-alcoholic beverage, maybe? Wine, me thought. Tea, anything? Wine? Uh, we might have milk. No. Then give me an ale. Okay. Um, and and tw- um, uh, Julia's just like milk. <laughs> and um he uh he goes back and he just like so you want the biggest thing we got well here's a gallon <laughs> he just like, sticks a whole entire gallon of ale oh no and and then he just kind of like um spices spices um I, I i think i got some peppers in the back i can kind of shave over it if you want Oh, that will be really yeah get a nice little kick at the end of it oh yeah, yeah sure and he just kind of like and I just look at Siliguri like, what is going on? He's brave, I told you he's brave. This is not brave. And he, he just kind of like, there you go. Just <laughs> takes it. He just takes his light. This is going to be good. Funny thing is, that's how big the mug looks like in your hands, because you are massive. <laughs> uh, um, All right. Yeah, and um, and then he goes ahead and passes out the other. Um, and also, like, um, he, he kind of was like, um, milk. He just kind of reaches underneath and he just kind of like. I'm sticking at Julia like. And, and Julia, Julia just kind of like looks at it. He goes like, "Oh no, don't worry about it. I I just pulled it straight from the teeth this morning. It's fine." And she's just kind of like. Whose teeth? Good son. Ask. Don't ask. Why did you ask? <laughs> <laughs> From the cow out back. 
if, it, if it was low, it would have been like a goat or something else. But anyway, um, but uh, <laughs> was this thing that you were saying that that he's saying that it doesn't matter because we are going to be clean? That's what he said. He's kind of a fucking weirdo, if you ask me. That's not so weird. Did he say anything else? Like, is that like a book or maybe a new series that's going around or something? Mm. I don't know. Well, hmm. Nobody else mentioned anything like similar? Just that? Not really. And, um, Zulire, it's at this point you kind of, um, as you're kind of like looking about trying to like gauge everything around you, trying to see if anyone's taking any particular interest in you, um, there is one person, um, there's a um, gentleman, probably in his mid forties, um, kind of like messy, golden, um, um, yellow hair and light blue eyes, and kind of a small braided beard. Um, he's wearing armor for whatever reason. He's kind of just like being kind of calm, but he's like also just kind of like he. When you guys were talking about uh, when. You started mentioning something about Gregory and cleansing and things of that nature. He just kind of like. And then um, he and as Ariok, as you've been kind of talking, Zlira, you've noticed that he's kind of like. Kind of been like almost like quietly contemplating to himself for a second. And it's at this point, he kind of like stands up, pushes his chair back and begins kind of starts walking his way. The colors that we recognize are not like the clothing he's wearing is not similar to what the people we fought. Uh, no, he's not wearing clothing similar to the people you fought. In fact, uh, most of his um, pretty <laughs> bland, um, like maybe like he's wearing um, like he's wearing chainmail with like a black kind of like tabard kind of, and um, he's got like a morning star kind of like on his hip now that you see him kind of walking towards you all, and he just kind of like and make eye contact with him. He, he walks right up to all four of you, and he just kind of, <laughs> like, puts his hand on P, on uh, Ariok's shoulder, and he just kind of, like, Livergort? Um, oi. Oi, that is me, Livergort. He just kind of, like, takes his, like, tabard and his cloak, and he just kind of, like, pulls open. You can see, like, a kind of a small medallion of a golden lion just kind of, like, on his, um... Like on his lapel. Huh. Pushing back my uh, sort of furry leathered bolero getup and uh, kind of pulling into a, an undershirt, I pull out the lion's head uh, medallion that I wear and tuck it back in. Hey. Sounds like we're investigating the same thing. Are you also here about the, uh, the cult or. The other cult, or the, or the duke's son. There's a lot going on. I'm sorry. The cult. Are you okay, uh, lad? Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was just up sixty feet in the air on a tiny broom. A oh, little yeah. shaken up. I saw that. The fuck were you doing yeah. that for? Um. Well, it was a good idea at the time. Quickly was not the best move on my part. Yeah, and at this point, you, um, as you kind of like, come, sit with me. And he, um, and at this point, um, the goblin uh, proprietor is just kind of like, uh, uh, um, 
uh, Juliet, dear, do you, yeah, yeah, I got it. And she just kind of like pays the pays the tab and like um, he just kind of pulls you over to the side. He just like, all right. So the four of you are also after these uh, these cultists, these cult of the flame. Ooh. Uh, we were running with them uh, just yesterday. They uh, they didn't just have cultists; they had knights too. Uh, same right. operation, but yeah. Uh, right. No, I've been uh. I started trailing him a couple days ago. Couldn't do anything on my own, obviously, but, uh... Had this feeling that, uh, they would... They were gathering to do something. And, um... I kind of tracked this one individual, Gregory. Uh... Tracked him down to... He kind of just keeps looking around. He goes... Two nights ago... Tracked him down to the docks. Probably somewhere around nine, ten o'clock when it get dark. And uh, I don't know what you know about this city, but uh, there's an output pipe for the sewer here, not too far away from the coastline. I saw him go up that pipe. Where to in the sewer? I do not know. But something tells me he wasn't going there just for a nightly stroll. Not that the pipes are shit. I don't know anyone that does that. Well, it sounds to me like if, I, if my hunch is correct, then this Gregory is going into that pipe probably for cult-related business. Is any is any member of the Liver Guard, any member of the local authority, we can use? Maybe. We can attack them on all one swing and, and route them completely from the city. See, that's the other problem. I don't know if they're all here. I, uh... I tried to feel... I kind of stayed around last night after the, uh... the big boom explosion thing. A lot of them left during the commotion. Whatever they left... Whatever people were there were left behind. If there's anybody there, still there... Probably not many. Sure, we could probably overwhelm them, but don't want to spook them either. So I haven't really brought it forward to anyone. Figuring it's probably not the smartest idea to get them all riled up and get have them all escape. Make them think that they did a good job. There's a chance that they could be desperate enough. Aye. Alright. And well, th thank you very much. There could be something to be had, something to be found there. That's guess true. If they if they also used to collect themselves there, then they probably sell us some materials and things that we can use. They probably Thank left you. something behind. There might be some clues there. Yeah. Well, you said about nine or ten o'clock every night, or just like certain nights of the week. Um, every night, pretty much. Every night. Right. Well, then we should definitely make sure to go tonight. Do you wish to go with, or do you need to leave the city for more? I'm actually, um, I'm gonna start tracking them. Um, I think they must, the next closest settlement here, um, without arising too much suspicion, it's probably Pinewall. They've got the, uh, the archives of Etia there. Etia being, um, that rings a bell. Um, Etia is the, um, goddess of knowledge. Um, there is a grand library in Pinewall as well, dedicated to her honor and also acts as a, not only as an archive, but also as a holy site. 
All right. Making notes as we speak. ETIA. Oh, ETIA. Oh, mm -hmm. that's good because I definitely put a CH in there. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Sorry, my accent's a little thick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's quite all right. My voice is so deep and so cockney. Half of what I say is unintelligible. I totally understand, mate. Huh? Hey. You see, man? Hi. Hi. But 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 seriously, um, are you are you currently connected to a royal, or are you looking for a, a noble? How's how is that going? Well. Perfectly honest, it's kind of hard. Seems like it, that position's already taken here. Uh, mm. But, uh, don't know. Thought about going down to the capital myself. Although, I don't know if there's going to be much to be found there either. Suppose the, uh, I suppose the, the, uh, the resin trim man there over in Wheelstone needs, uh, need someone to defend him, although he is a pretty good at defending himself in his own days. Probably go help him out. That sounds good. That sounds good. Um, when, when, you, when, you, when you find a good one, keep him safe. Uh, the fact that cults are around saying what gods are false and what are not tell me that we're still not there yet. We have a long way to go before we can make a good, peaceful world. Nah. Things are just getting a little bit more chaotic nowadays, it seems. Aye. Which means we get to live our oath. Happy days, we got work to do. Exactly. Although... Yeah. Don't just tell everybody that you're part of the Livergart. Yeah. Puts a target on your back too, you know. People want what I you have. People, been... people will want what you have. Yeah. I have been made painfully aware of the knowledge of what comes with our oath and station. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'll make sure to keep that close. Thank you so much for the lead, sir. Uh, and he offers a big hand and a hearty handshake, and he says, So the next time I stand next to you, can't wait to stand and look in front of you. Good to meet you, Ariok. The name is Menikar, by the way. Menikar, wonderful. I will need to know how to spell that. M-E-N-I-K-Y-R. M-E-N-I-K-Y-R, perfect. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, once we're done, I take the rest of uh, my super gulp and I go mm -hmm. back to my friends mm -hmm. uh, and I and I tell them, tell them everything. We've got a great lead. Apparently, Gregory likes to go into a sewer pipe somewhere down by the docks about 9, 10 o'clock, almost every night, every other night. I say, we'd take uh, Juliet. And we, we take everyone else here, and we go and do a stakeout, maybe even follow him in. Everyone else here? What do you mean? Oh, oh, uh, the, the, the party. Oh, Juliet. Um, of course, my friend, Big Z. I'm giving you a nickname, Big Z. I like it, Strong. Uh, and, and, of course, Broom Lady. Her name's right Twyla. You know? Twyla. Yeah. It's it's a nickname out of fear. I, I, I really appreciate it. You had a great idea. The physics terrify me. 
You just put 20 pounds of Aerojok into a five pound stick. I was I was not having it. But uh, but thank you. I really do appreciate it. Magic. Don't you like magic? Oh, I, I love magic. One time I knew a guy could make a bunny appear. Coolest thing I've ever seen. You know, what if I told you that I can make more magic? Like, make her entire party look like a red and white robe, guys. Maybe we can go in and listen to what's going to happen there. Oh, I get it. Happens. Well, we just. You know, this sounds like rude, but we just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could go in like a clever ruse. I like this plan. I like this plan. I do. Yeah. This time, maybe we should like not kill them. You know, like have a few so we can interrogate them, or Solaria and Juliet can interrogate them. Yeah, they are well, more. I think they'll be better for that. And if things go out of hand, I can always like sort of heal them, uh, and they can go back again to interrogate. All right. Oh, that sounds. That's very. That sounds good. No, it's just. Well, you know, I don't actually approve of this in normal situation, but what's happening right now is really bad. And I oh, know yes, that I'm not judging. I'm just saying. It's very dark. But I'm just... I'm just trying to make myself feel a little bit better, I guess. Because I know that's like rude and evil. But... It's subjective. It's all subjective. Maybe they'll break, you know, when you ask them and we don't have to do such, such things. I, I am also skilled in the arcane art of, of making oneself look different than they are. So you can perhaps utilize your skills on the rest of the party. Well, um, that's okay. I can actually, like, do quite a few people, so it's no <laughs> okay. trouble. But if you want, you know, because maybe you'll feel better doing it yourself, because, you know, what if I sort of fall down, you know, and it, everything goes, like, bad? Well, if you use your own spell, then, then you know, you'll be safe. But... What if I trip and I lose concentration and everybody can see yeah. us? <laughs> <laughs> I remember Look, that I I'm... saw you, like... Duplicating yourself, and that was amazing. I don't know how to do that, but I wanted to tell you that was amazing. And thank you. I, will, I wonder, could we just turn them also into. I'm not sure, sorry. I'm just. <laughs> Go on. No, it, it is a skill that I, that I have acquired in my, in my travels, and I did quite a bit of studying. And um, it does come in handy. People are unsure of who to strike at, which makes it very convenient. Indeed. They don't like getting cut. Uh, a jump sorceress, I guess. I, I used to clean a lot and mend 
many things, you know, helping my grandfather. So I guess what you were doing is more interesting. You know, it's all part of who we are, I guess. Um, so we should prepare to face a lot of enemies, few enemies. Uh, do we need a plan or just like a good dinner and there? <coughs> You know, if your stomach is making noises, that's not very good. No, that <laughs> looks very bad. Oh, I mean, we could always just say we're hungry for Menorith, the Dragon King. I, I think they'd get a kick out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should keep as silent as possible, at least they ask us something just in case, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, well... I am so sorry. Attitude, my volume is so bad. What was that? I'm so sorry. That's fine. You know. Oh. Oh, we can have the best plan ever. And like we established like a bit ago, if I trip, something bad happens. See if we say something, something bad happens. Maybe we just go and everything will be okay without a plan. <laughs> it's a... Twilight, honey, it's a, it's okay. Um, I, I think you're gonna do a really good job. We got this. We'll be fine. We got this. Yeah. Oh, let's and go. worst comes to well, worst, we can just kill them all, right? Yeah, or I can find my brother in the states. But yeah, I no, think we, we uh, can just kill him. I mean, that's easier. I'm with her. Look, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm a big man with a big sword. I have one plan, that swing big sword. All right, I know exactly what I'm getting myself into. We can dance around this all night eventually. Sword. And I'm here for that. So very pleased. Let's just pick up this one, yeah? Oh, of course, we could try. Sure. Yes, I, I'll do my best. I, I can... I've seen enough of them that I can um, look like them and... Um, We'll, we'll try to chat. And if in worst case scenario, this one can turn into a uh, dinosaur. That was and you. Well. That was so cool. I mean, it's all thanks to her. Uh, it would be great if we could turn, turn her in a into a dragon, right? Because it would make sense. But no. That would be yeah. really cool. Yeah. It's <laughs> playing big sword. <laughs> Sorry, I love to I love Twitch chat sometimes. Um not all, not sometimes, all the time. Um, um and actually on that note, why don't we go ahead and head to break? So um if you're sticking around for that dice giveaway, our um the secret code word, sure, it's gonna be big sword. Big sword is the code word for tonight's game. Uh just put that into the chat and we will draw a random person to win those dice. So stick around until after the break. And we're back, everybody. Uh, great to have you all back. Uh, we had a lot of people enter the dice giveaway. We also had an awesome raid from Jet Bones. Um, we got a bunch of new followers also during the break, so that was awesome. Um, thanks to um, that raid, uh, Rakazo, Uravel Sky, Macaque 40, um, Lord Zeke, Steamboat Willy Wonka, Bartleman 91, Bartman 66, I'm on your left. Evil Saw Boss, thank you all for joining our community here on Twitch. Um, as far as the winner of the dice giveaway, um, yeah, every, I got everyone that entered. Um, yeah, Jet Bones, I got you already. But the winner of the dice giveaway <laughs> um, is Steamboat Willy Wonka. Steamboat Willy Wonka, congratulations. 
on winning the dice giveaway. Uh, I'll be reaching out to you um, via DMs here on Twitch um, after the stream. So be on the lookout for that and uh, we'll get those dice over to you. So, um, <laughs> it's not a command thing now. Um, it's it's literally me writing down everybody's uh, everybody's username and then rolling a, a dice. It's yeah. Um, it takes a lot of effort. Um, but anyway, um, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> um, congratulations, Steve, but Willy Wonka, um, we'll get those out to you. Um, so, uh, you guys were all trying to figure out exactly where the hell you're going to go now. Um, you all had this kind of conversation. Uh, I'll say at this point, you guys have left the bar at this point. You guys are kind of like, kind of trying to figure out exactly where you want to go. You have a few options. Obviously, you know that um, these individuals, uh, or at least uh, Gregory, um, likes to sneak into the sewers at night. <laughs> um, but is there anything you would like to do while you prepare or anything else you're looking to do and accomplish? I guess we should tell someone else, just in case things go south, you know. Well, like... What was happening? Maybe Ikumi or something? I don't know what you guys think. Mm. Is that the... Uh, that Area, you're have... muted. Yeah, I thought I'd fix that before. I, I did not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I was going to say, yeah, I, so I asked about the town guard, and I think that they are currently a little indisposed or unable to assist us. Also, we throw too many numbers their way, they're for sure going to run in panic. Um, yeah. Ooh. But she, she's the one, like, from the hunting, um, yeah. the, from the bar, you know, the hands of justice. Maybe not tell her, like, come with us, but, uh, so we got a lead, and we are going to be checking it out there. If we die, you know, go there, send people. I, I don't hope we die, you know, <laughs> just in case, because it was so hard to find any lead about these people. I can send her a message also if you want. That's like, not a bad idea. Yeah. I, I had a thought. So this is a sewer system, which means the stinky. the system has well, yes, very stinky. But that also means <laughs> that the system has to have some sort of assuming that this city works this way, uh there should be some sort of like registered plans for the sewer structure, the aqueduct system, or whatever they're using, like some sort of local government, uh, either map system or whatever, so that they can, you know, maintain it, right? So in theory, uh, if we go and get one of those maps, maybe even make a copy of it, we can kind of start to um, knowing where the pier is and reverse our way there, maybe make a plan about who to like put where if they try to make a break for it, top side does that make sense i love it cool let's do that <laughs> okay and that way we can know what not to destroy because when we when we got back to the temple you know i felt terrible because it was like <laughs> really destroyed and we don't want to destroy the sewer thing to death you know it's something else that we don't need well to be fair twyla we only reason why it was destroyed because what the cults did when we before we got there. I don't think we really had anything to do with exactly what happened there. Most of it seemed to be fire and flame and it was on burn. fire. It was on fire. So when I mean, that, I, I yeah. wouldn't take too much. Uh, you take too much on yourself there, huh? There, Twilight. 
It's a compulsion. You know, I, I used to live by fixing and cleaning things as a child. You know, I got money from it and it was easy. So it's like... <laughs> to be fair, we did have a giant lizard in our midst, but we didn't I, start the fire. I really did first. consider like ending the spell, but I didn't want anything bad to happen to Juliet, so it was a really complicated decision. Like, should I? No. So let's go. Let's 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 find the map. All right, let's go do it. Um, I don't know where anything is. Do you know where that would be? Library or town hall or something? We can start with the library. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe. I will follow you to the library. Uh, give me, if you want, give give me an intelligence check there, Twyla. I'll say an advantage because you're kind of nativeish here. So I'm gonna roll twice. Mm -hmm. Lyra is also has that investigator background. Is that, is that good enough? Yeah, that, I think a natural twenty is gonna be good enough. <laughs> you uh, got it. <laughs> twenty six. Um, you would know individual that might have um, a little bit of knowledge on this. Um, specifically, my light keeps turning red. Um, specifically, um, um, <laughs> um the. Lady Kitan Vesk, um, she is the advisor to the dukedom and typically handles a lot of the kind of um, record keeping and kind of general kind of like these logistical kind of um, plans and stuff of that nature. Uh, she is located in the castle um, and you've interacted with her before, albeit briefly um, during your adventures um, in season one. Um, so might be hard to remember her, um, but um, you do know of her and um Nate and she knows of you and seeing as your two new companions are now traveling with two people who are well known to the dukedom you probably would be able to get in so maybe we should just go to the castle I know that you wanted to meet the duke before but I don't think we have the time but maybe we can um, visit his advisor and she may help us with the map if you're willing yeah, that would be great. And I really understand. The Duke is not my jurisdiction until they are. So until then, let's go find a map and the, I want, the person. So I want to, before we get there, I want to send a sending message telling her what we want. Like, Miss Kylovest, this is Twyla. Uh, we think we have a lead for the attack and we need the sewer map. I don't know. You got six more. Uh on Five. our way. I, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's always a fun like you don't have to use all the words, but it's always better to like find a I way know, to do I it because like, it makes it fun. I don't have to use the word, but it's like Oh, oh, do, 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 do. Uh, yeah, it's like, oh, panic. Uh, how's your day? <laughs> um, you hear kind of in your head. Oh, yes. Uh, hello, Twyla. Um, um, plans for the sewers. Yes, um, we can have I can have those ready for you and procured right away. Um, um, you can meet me in the, just outside the, inside the um, like the uh, general chamber and that should be fine. OK. 
So I just tell my companions, like, they are expecting us. Uh, we got their approval. So everything's looking good. Is, is this, like, part A of the plan? How many steps do we have? Yes, don't worry. Try to look. <laughs> okay. Um, so you all um, begin to kind of just uh, make your way um, uptown, um, walking pretty briskly, as quickly as you can. Da -na -na. Um, but you uh, eventually make your way. Yeah, sorry, PJ. Um, you <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> I'm like, don't get sued. Say other words. Um, and you go up. Uh, you go uptown <laughs> um, to uh, to Castle Off Show, um, and. Um, you are admitted as uh, you all um, at this point, thanks to Twyla, you are expected. Um, so it actually ends up working out very well for you. Um, and they let you in and you see Lady Kite and Vesk. Um, um, woman probably in her late 30s, early 40s. Um, long kind of like brown hair that also has two braids that kind of come around the corner with um, kind of like gold barrettes. Um, this kind of like golden kind of like... Um, um, I almost want to call them like sun shaped. It's not sun iconography. It's it's not. Um, but um, they have like these small like kind of blue gems on the inside of them, and she wears kind of like a very like kind of um an outfit befitting of her station. Not too overly dramatic and um, flamboyant, but she you know wears like well um well craft a well crafted dress um. With um with white sleeves and um like kind of a blue like almost like a folded blue and red pattern that kind of comes across the front here with a little bit of gold accent and stuff like that and she kind of walks up and she goes she's currently holding what looks to be kind of a large kind of like um large piece of parchment that's been kind of rolled up and she goes um Twyla um good to see you um good to see you too Juliet and um might I ask uh, who are you all um big man so. Or, or, or um, the woman. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, um, no, whoever wants to go first. He's uh, the largest. You, you go. I, oh, okay then. Uh, I my almost name didn't is... see you behind him, fair enough, to be to be fair, because he's it so big. It happens all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't worry, you think I'm large. She, they are much bigger in personality. I guarantee it. Uh, um, I, I... I know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so my name is Ariok Kingard, um, and that is all I'm going to say about that. And I am Zaliri. All right. Strange. Um. Anyway, and she kind of like um comes over. So these are what you were looking for, Twyla. I. I I hate to say they appear a little bit out of date, but, um, and she just kind of, like, unrolls them over across this table. Um, this is the most, um, recent, um, set of plans that we have to date. Um, most of what is underneath the castle itself and things of that nature, um, in Upper and most of Middle Nelgrim is charted. Um, however, as the city continued to kind of add on to more, um, and more boroughs and neighborhoods, um, some are connected to the system, some are not. Most of the businesses are in some way, shape, or form, and generally do have access to the system from their locations, depending on um, the, the situation. Um, so, and she kind of like goes ahead and shows you the plans. Um, 
you see kind of like general kind of like, you know, it's it's hard to really discern kind of this general plans here, because unless you guys are cartographers or have a background in city planning, uh, <laughs> um, it kind of kind of looks a little complicated, but um, with her kind of like helping and guiding you a little bit, go ahead and give me intelligence checks. Or inve uh, investigation, if you have proficiency. Investigator lady. Uh, so, oh, okay. I don't think I can beat that. Right. My um, 20 and a 21? 16. 16, okay. Why I got an 11. Um, just so you know, Izzy, I actually am getting your checks in Foundry, because when you click them in D&D Beyond, I have it linked, so it comes in. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so with a 21... Zaleri, you are the, I mean, this is like, oh, this is like, you know, typical crap for you. Like, you're just like, eh, whatever, I can read these in my sleep. Um, you know, being the investigative type of person you are. And as you kind of like look at um, these plans, you can see a couple of very specific entry points or exit points that are kind of um, um, have access to certain parts of the sewer system underneath um the in, inside of Middle Nulgrim, that would be kind of places where you would discern that if someone was going to hide a cult somewhere, probably be in this section here. Um, there's two kind of like larger chambers that are kind of like a butted to fix next to each other um, that um, are kind of like a um, kind of a I don't want to call it a mixing station, but a mixing station um, kind of where a lot of the flows come in together before they kind of go and exit to another um, flow that goes eventually all kind of leads to one central pipe that goes out to the ocean. It's medieval times. They throw it all in the ocean. Um, and uh, it is. It is what it is. Um, and um, um, and you gather that those are probably the two kind of places where a cult might, um, especially given that the two chambers are kind of like abutted up next to each other and have connections with each other. Most most parts of the system lead in here. There are I mean, you can still traverse the entire system because it's not like it's just one. It's it's one big pipe, but each sides of the pipes have like um, each entryways like have like um, pathways on the other side. It's very stereotypical fantasy sewer pipes. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, so you can see that from the plans. But then you also see these kind of like two larger chambers that are kind of abutted next to each other. So she's gonna point at those and just look at the lady and and say, and and where would the entrances or the easiest way to access this area? Well, you can either go up through the the um the main exit pipe um would be one way to go. Um, I mean, there's another there's a there's an access point um. Just behind the library in Middle Nulgrim, there's another access point here at the castle. There's another access point. There's probably access points in Lower Nulgrim, to be perfectly honest. Like I said, these things, once the city started growing rapidly, it kind of, you know, there's only so many things we could track. And how people's excrement got into the sewer system was not our highest priority at the time. It was more making sure that everyone who kept flocking to the city was kept fed. Um... So, could be possible that there's some locations in Lower Nulgrim you could check, but um, 
The one behind the library is maintained um, by the um, castle guard and things of that nature. The one inside the city walls is also, or inside of the castle walls is also maintained by the Crimson Regiment. Um, if there's other access points in the city that aren't on this map, they could be open for anyone to jump in, but it would be they'd be hard pressed to get anywhere inside of the the actual castle itself because there are a lot of places where and you can see that there are in individual locations on the map where it's like kind of like locked and guarded like there's like a grate or something like that that kind of like allows water to flow but you have to have access to get through and like so it, you know there are safety precautions put in place for that kind of stuff if people are going to try to tunnel into the castle but um doesn't mean that someone couldn't find their way in and organize a cult will the city guard try to stop us from no. entering oh no but we can ensure that that does not happen you can enter in from whichever direction you want to well we can try the most direct route looking at the crew or travel a bit and make it look more natural well, I think it depends on what our plan is as far as uh, going in with stealth or going in with violence. Yeah, if we go in with stealth, if we follow in the way Gregory would go, we run the risk of causing some confusion. If that's not a common era or way for the cult to meet, if they come in from different areas and meet in the center, but, you know, we run the risk of, of guessing. Now, if we just go in, kicking down the door, slinging spells and swinging a big sword, then bloody hell doesn't matter. Might as well follow Gregory, because he's going to lead us right to him, yeah? If we find Gregory. If we find Gregory. Well, yeah. Yeah, we and, should probably. And also, what, you know, I, I know I'm a person who worries a lot, but what if they have a password? Then I'm going to give him what I like to call the universal password, which is stored. It opens every door. Well, yeah. Okay. And and if that fails, I can also, you know, pick any locker or whatnot. If he, you know, puts the sword through the eye hole of the door before it is unlocked, which has happened in the past. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm surgical with this. Oh, wait a minute. All right, I just had a, I had, I had a brain, a brain blast. Don't, don't one of you read minds? Yeah, well, I can do that. Yeah, you, we yeah. Could, if there's a password, you can get it from them, yeah? How do you know that I've been reading your mind? I, well, I know, well, I know one of you said that you could. I wouldn't know what it's like when my mind is read. I don't think I've ever had my mind read. I, okay. I don't know what that would be like. Can I use Not by me. That's I just sure. whispered to Solari, I'm lying. I'm not reading no. his mind. Okay, we can do that. I, I guess that's like a last resort. Yeah, and if not, we just just knock him or hurry. Yeah. Now we can put up guards around any part of the town that we think they'd pop out of. Uh, just so if we do can't, you know, catch them all. And they make an escape, and the guards are sitting there waiting for them. Get them in prison, honestly, is probably a lot easier than trying to get a confession out of them right then and there. 
you know, instead of killing all, killing them all, catch them, catch them, catching them all, stop that. Yes. Uh, yeah. If we stay like, I was thinking that if we knock the guard out and one of us stays there, we can knock out everyone who comes. <laughs> we have a lot of people, you know, knocked out in the door. But okay, you know, that, that, that's, that's just foolish. So, okay, so we are going to go the route that these guys are going to take and dress up as them. If there is a password, I will use my strange mind powers to get the password. Because, <laughs> you know, uh, I could say they, they are cool, but sometimes they are not, so... And if that doesn't help, we are going to knock them out and go on. Okay. Sounds Watch. like a plan, or do you want to add or do something else? If we oh. if we do find Gregory, I could also potentially disguise myself to look like Gregory. If we knock Gregory out and then head in ahead of you slightly. Something to think about, plan B. That's also a plan, and remember that you need to be an asshole, because they say he's an asshole. I'll try not to speak because um, my voice may not be what Gregory sounds like. Yeah, true. Maybe you just groan like, yeah, like that. All right. <laughs> okay. Mm. A practice. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, considering it's about noontime, is there anything else you want to do? Or do you guys going to want to just wait it out until nighttime? <laughs> I I think waiting out until nighttime is the way to go. I mean, we've we've prepped this thing up and down, and if we over prep, we'll just lose focus. Yeah. So yeah, we probably. And maybe take a <laughs> short nap. <laughs> take a short rest in case we expended any uh, uh, short rest uh, things. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, short rest things and all that. Yeah, yeah, um, spells abilities. Yeah. yeah. So we'll just fast forward a little bit. Uh, as you guys, it's the evening time. Probably around nine, ten o'clock. You begin your kind of stakeout, uh, waiting for this Gregory, hoping to catch a glimpse of him. Um, as you're all kind of. Everyone, I would like everyone to give me stealth checks because you're trying to find a good place to hide, too. Because oh, you guys got to watch and hide at the same time. Well <laughs> I know Ariok is excited. Oh, buddy, with that plus three. Hold on. Am I, am I wearing any armor? Probably I'm not. I'm chain mail. Oh, oh no. Well, then... <clears throat> that's going to change things for you. Wait, am I? No. Maybe? Yes, I am. I got because I got cloak of protection on. Okay. Oh, buddy. I think you're. I don't know if you're actually wearing chainmail. Hold on. I don't yeah, think I you. Think, I think I. I so, have you. Sorry, in, I have you in here as armor, armor, defense, barbarian gives you seventeen. Yep. Yeah. yeah you, have an chain mail. you have chainmail. You're not wearing it. You just have it. Oof. Okay. Then we'll take the first of the two rolls, uh, and that will. Not be the worst. It'll be an 18 stealth check for me. Okay. Ju Juliet rolled a six. Um, 
That's part of her charm. Yeah, part of her charm. Part of her charm. Ruining all stealthy operations. Um, as you um, all kind of like hunker down here, um, you all are kind of like kind of close together, kind of behind a few crates and barrels that are kind of like you're actually technically on the docks too. Um, so you can actually hear a little bit of the sounds of the ocean and um, the waves kind of crashing in and out. Uh, as you're all kind of like taking this opportunity to kind of stay quiet and stealth. There are areas on this beach and on these docks that are a little bit slippery and you all are kind of like huddled together and Juliet kind of like gets um like loses her balance and just kind of like slips and starts to fall. And she's like starting to fall. I would say, Ariak, you have a chance here. Um, go ahead and give me a athletics check. So, like, grab her before yeah. she falls. Yeah, let's go athletics check. Okay. Okay. So this will be a seventeen as I reach out and try to. Yeah, Juliet's not light. You're her. able to just like, and she's just like. Thanks. Yeah. No. Thanks. <laughs> just kind of picks up puts back down pats and, and, on head and, and it's a good thing because as this happens you actually see what appears to be two or three individuals just kind of like look around and begin begin making their way into the sewer pipe walking at a normal speed dun 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 um but um <laughs> Okay, that's enough. Um, <laughs> don't, don't, uh, don't sue me. Um, <laughs> um, um, yeah, they begin walking, making their way inside. Ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready when you are. So, I'm gonna cast singing, like I'm gonna watch the people that are, that are passing by to mm -hmm. be like very sure of their what they're wearing. And to see if their faces are covered. If their faces are not covered, then I'm gonna change our, our faces a little bit so we are okay. not as recognizable. Give give me a perception check to see if you can see what they look like. Okay. I don't know what I'm whispering. It's because you're role playing. <laughs> oh, that's that's an eleven. Oh. Actually, as as she's like looking, um, Zalira is gonna step forward and be like, excuse me, good sir, do I know you? And... Try to get them to turn around. One of the, just, just, yes, he, yes! He turns around Stepping and like... Out. Yeah, it gets a little bit closer. Twilight, you can make another check. Uh, to get one. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> And he just kind of like. I think we went out on a date once. Wasn't that you, Joe? <laughs> he just kind of like rolls his eyes and it's just like. He just starts walking off down the docks in the opposite direction. Away from the sewers now. So Lyra's gonna look back. He was at like them, the, he was like the last one out of the three and like. Um, they kind of went in different kind of um, like a little bit staggered so they weren't like all together so like this one just kind of like spooch kind of just like walks off in a different direction I think you just saved him good job Solaris 
Um, so Zlir is going to follow up behind and is going to attempt to do like one of those come up behind with the knife and be like, "Okay, stop moving. Come with me if you want to live. Sort of. Bless you. <laughs> Thank <right>. you. <laughs> um... Okay. Um, give me. Give me another stealth check. Um, and then. Actually, give me a slight of. Uh, sorry, too late. Yeah, okay. Then give me a slight of hand check. I see her moving like that. I. I want to cast Bless. Because she's doing weird stuff. Okay. Help her. Okay. Um, does bless... Let me see. ...has a verbal component? Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Alright. Um, saving throws and attacks, right? Hmm? Save, uh, saving throws and attacks? Is that... Um, uh, it might be yeah. ability. Yeah. Is it ability checks too or no? Makes attack roll or saving throw. That's it. Um, yeah, so attack rolls and saving throws. And I'm going to cast Bless on Ariok, Juliet, and, uh, and Solari. Alright. Alright, they are all blessed beings. <laughs> ah, there's the waves. But yes, you um, go ahead and cast Bless, and you're able to, you like, kind of begin to sneak up behind him. Um, he does not really pay attention to the fact that you're behind him, and you just kind of bring your dagger up behind his neck and get behind him, and he's just like, Whoa! She's gonna whisper. Hold on. Uh, yeah. Menrith is disappointed in you. Come with me. Give me an intimidation check with advantage. <laughs> that was really harsh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, with advantage. That was the top roll. Oh. Oh, right. Okay. Yep. I see that. <laughs> I see that now. Okay. And he's just, just like, okay. And he just like, kind of starts like doing the little back shuffle as he's just kind of like. He's going to bring him back to the group. Okay. Um, and as, as she approaches, she's going to look at everybody over and be like, Menrith is disappointed in this one. Oh, that's really bad. You see a really good image of him now, Twyla. You know exactly what this one individual looks like. <laughs> so, what can he do, you know, to make it better? Because if not, you know, I don't feel his fate is going to be really... What is your name? Uh, Bodvi. Bodvi! Bolri or Bolvi? Bolvi! Bolvi. You know, I feel it in his energy. 
Do you know? Can you feel like what? Why is he angry with him? Is disappointed with him? Did he do something wrong or did he fail to do his task? He just feels like, like he's crossed. All I know is when you make Manorith angry and you fail him, then you must be replaced and we will have you replaced. Isn't that right? Daughter of Minerith. And I kind of look over at Twyla, like, really, really, like, leading this on. Yeah. Who's gonna do the honors? Um, Julia just kind of comes over and just... Just slices his throat back right open. She's just like, are we quite done? Yes! <laughs> we were playing! We're... Just, just me going, oh. fucking hell, man! I had him. All right. Just gonna kind of push him over the side. You yeah, you saw you saw his face. Yeah. Right, Twyla. Do you want to me to to transform you as him? Maybe a variation of everyone gets a variation. Different color hair. You see, as you guys are having this discussion, Juliet begins to. Um, take out some vials and some bottles yeah. out of her pocket and begins to kind of like catch all the blood that's coming out. Yeah, you do that, Juliet. So, uh, come here, Celery. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave that. Five. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna let this happen because I have no idea what's going on. And quite frankly, I don't nope. think I want to. Nope, you don't. Um, no clue. <laughs> Uh, if I if I see Solari looking at her, I'll just turn her head like a bit. Come on, let's. You're going to be Bobby, just in case, because we have a name. And I do like this, and I transform her. Mm -hmm. So I go to Ariok and do the same thing, and I tell him, "Don't worry, everything's okay. Don't mind her." <laughs> and I'm gonna make him sort of. Uh, a bit smaller, like oh, okay. try to make him one. I mean, it's it's hard, but yeah, you you can get him like maybe an inch shorter. I think the spell says just one fit, you know. Because yeah, he's yeah, really yeah. Tall, yeah, exactly. So, like to make him more. Now he just looks like a really tall guy instead of a massively tall guy. <laughs> but you know, yeah, remember that if you pass through, you are going, you are still going to knock the roof if it's too short, okay? So, so be careful with that. And I stand beside mm -hmm. Juliet, and is she still um, working her? Uh, she's files? she's she's filled up about six or seven of them. She's she kind of just tucks them in her pack, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I got what I need for at least a couple weeks." So I'm going to do the same. She's gonna be like a bud bee, but with a different coloring, like sort of like similar pack. And I think we are ready to go. Alright. Um, so you begin making your way to the sewers, I assume, right? Delira in front as Blood Bloodvi. Blood. Blood. Hey, I don't know. That's Bodvi. 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 Alright. So they're in front. Alright. So, you begin your slow 
but fun <laughs> trek into oops into these caverns. Gotta find all my noises. <laughs> uh, come on, do the thing. There we go. All right. So begin making your way. You're gonna do it every time. Um, you begin making your way into this um, with uh, <laughs> with the Zalyria in front. Um, the cave system, or the cave system, the. Um, sewer system as you're kind of traveling through here is rather dark um not so dark that you can't see but there's some a little bit of torchlight here that's been turned that's been um lit probably not by anybody that probably by somebody that's down here now as you would probably infer that sewers aren't typically just have torches lit it this being kind of like working your way through. I'd like everybody to just give me a perception check, really. That's a 12 for Ariok. Okay. Well, for area, well, for um, it's a 13 for me. A lot of, yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, interesting roles here. They're all <laughs> fully nervous. Apparently. <laughs> and I think Julia's just like taking a nap right now. Uh, <laughs> Juliet rolled one. Um, Do I get to add my proficiency to this? Perception, right? Because if so, I have that reliable talent. Um, it says it's a plus five. Let me just double check. Sure. So the reliable talent will allow me to make my perception. Yeah, bone. yeah. You so That's yeah. A Ten. So it's a fifteen. Right. Yep. I need to remember that. Yeah, you. Yeah, you should remember that. <laughs> are we inside the sewers already, or we are just entering? Um, you're kind of just entering. Use a spell, and we can all speak telepathically, so we don't have to use our voices. Maybe, maybe that can help. As you all are making your way into this, these tunnels, like I said, there is torchlight. Um, a lot of grime kind of like licks up the sides of these walls here as there is kind of like two paths, one on either side with occasionally crossings um, every probably like 30 or so feet um, where you can cross between um, from one side to the other, as well as um, some staircases leading down close to the water. Um, if you ever want to do that. Um, 
and some just general outlets and things of that nature um, that are kind of coming in and kind of like creating this kind of flow of water that's kind of coming down this chamber. You can see some of the um, moisture that kind of clings to the ceiling and some of the, the walls of this chamber kind of like drip down as you're kind of walking through. It's not the funnest. Um, and yes, it does smell like this like kind of foul, sulfurous. It smells like sewer. Um, not going to go... Eh. If I tell everybody that it smells like sewer, you know what it smells like. I ain't going into much more detail than that. Um, and you kind of like, you know, take your cloak and kind of like cover your face. I mean, Solari's already doing that every day anyway, so it doesn't matter for her. But everyone else, you kind of have to like guard your face as you're kind of like coming down here. Zalira, you're the only one. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Okay. Zliri, you're the only one that notices. Um, actually, let me double. You're the only one that notices the, what appears to be some sort of like. movement in the water that kind of like flows down the central chamber. It's kind of like, almost like something just like popped up and popped down. She's gonna stop where she's where she is and mm -hmm. then turn to the to the group and be like oh well we've got the telepathic thing. Still gonna do this and then to the water but then telepathically um what does that mean? Um, but she's gonna say to them, be, be on the lookout, something in the water. That sounds horrible, because he's actually there, he must be horrible. Yes. So is there a I, path that we, we can walk on there's no water as far away from the water? Or track? Can we follow the track of the people that came? So you guys are having this conversation. You eventually actually see this, whatever this thing is, begins to kind of almost like begins to surge out of the water, kind of covered in like raw sewage. You also get this like intense feeling of warmth exuding from whatever this entity is as this kind of like wave of foul excrement and heat just kind of like comes off of this creature as it surges out of the water it begins to steam rises off of the water as it comes out of here I would, and as it does you see these large kind of like grasping tendrils begin to kind of like swish and swirl around and begin to fire out at you all oh yeah we're rolling initiative Tentacles are bad. I scream like tentacles are bad. <laughs> I think tentacles I think now is not the I think now is not the time to worry about um, subtlety at this point. No. I think we could stop talking in our minds now. But I spread bait for an hour. Don't worry. <laughs> She's gonna. Zaliri is gonna swear in Vidalkin. Whatever that sounds like. Kind of like a fish sound. Yeah. 
Glubber, glubber, glubber. And as you kind of swear in glubber, 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 it is your turn. What would you like to do? As this like creature of mol- almost like molten hot sewage with a large central line, this big kind of like like kind of gaping mouth begins to just kind of surge up and just starts to start thrashing tentacles at all of you. What would you like to do? Tentacles. How far away? Tentacles. Um, creature is about ten feet away from you. Okay. Um. So I have to reload. Okay. So I am going to. Oh, I see. Sorry, I was not looking there. Uh, I'm going to cast. Nope. I'm not. I gotta figure out what this thing is first. I'm going to <laughs> run over here. Mm-hmm. And uh, then. You should be able to throw... drag your token, I believe. Okay. Oh, I can. Yeah, you can. Okay. And then uh, throw the dagger. Okay. Go ahead and th- throw your dagger returning at this creature. No, nope. you know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> Why I'm are not you going sorry? To mo- I'm not going to move because instead I am going to use my bonus action to um, steady aim. To do a steady aim, so that right. I get advantage. All right, so I'll put you back there. Um, so go ahead and roll one more attack. All right. Okay. Um, uh, hits. So go ahead and roll damage. Damage plus sneak attack because I gave myself advantage. Mm-hmm. Which is... Four points of damage and then go ahead and roll your sneak attack. Alright. Sixty-six. Mm-hmm. Of damage. Yes, please. All right, here we go. There they are. 18 points of damage. All right. There they are. Yeah. Um, You should be able to just click, um, if you're doing it in Foundry, there is a sneak attack button in there that'll roll it all for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't just roll 27 when I did it as an example. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. I cannot move. As a result of my study aim. Yes, man. Uh, that brings us to Ariok. All right. Uh, let's see. I am going to. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to move towards the uh, the creature. Okay. Uh, and once I get within uh, melee distance, even if I have to like jump down in the water to get to him. Um, I wouldn't say you have to jump down. I mean, there is like a little bit of a pathway right here, so you can like just jump down to that level. Okay, yeah, I'll jump down that level right there. And uh, does this... I, mean, I can see what I can see what it is from the token, but I'm just curious about metagaming. Does this appear to be a fiend to me? Um, this creature does not appear to be a fiend now. It appears to be some sort of monstrosity. I see, I see. Well, uh, I think we are still going to enter a rage and uh, reckless attack as I power swing at it, or use my great weapon master swing at it. Um... Okay, 
So that will be where is my character sheet? There you go. Uh, so I'm rolling at home, and I know we want to do that other systems. Unfortunately, I'm not all that's okay in there yet myself mentally. But that would be uh, 23 to hit with a power attack uh, swing of my rage axe, rage sword. Yeah, that absolutely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Kick ass, and I'm going to smite because hell yeah. So that's and I'm just gonna do a quick level one smite. And that should be enough. Okay, that's good. That's very good. Okay, so that would be... So 24 and 16 is... Why am I blanking on this? 50. 24 plus 16 is 40. Yeah. 40. There we go. Wow, math is not my strong suit today. (laughs) Holy crap. What's the damage? Woohoo! Uh, and technically, I have one more attack, uh, which I will do. Nope, I will miss with a two in the die face. I'm guessing a twelve. Yeah, twelve is not going to hit now. Yeah. Um, as you just go, and as you like throw your dagger of returning, it just kind of you see it kind of like, and then it returns back to your hand. You come in with your power swing, and you see like a lot of this like kind of sludge just kind of just kind of like splashes off against the wall. Yeah, it's that's gross. Um. <laughs> all right. Um. That is gonna bring us to the creature's turn. Um. The creature is um has multi attack, so it is going to um. It's gonna go ahead and try to use a tendril strike. Um. Why not you, Ariat? Because you're right there. Mm-hmm. Because why not? Yeah. Um, that is going to be um, an 8 to hit. It's terrible. Um, it is then going to go ahead and target um, Zalire with a Tendril. Uh, that's going to be a 21 to hit um, for 4 points of fire damage, um, but you are grappled, and I believe you are also restrained. Uh, you are grappled... I'm going to use my reaction Mm -hmm. to do uncanny dodge, so just... Halves the damage, yeah. Halves the damage, but I'm still stuck. But I'm squishy, so everything Um, And you're also restrained, so you have disadvantage on strength checks and strength saving throws, as well as all the things that come with restrained, um, which includes speed is zero, can't benefit benefit to your speed, you have disadvantage on attack rolls, creatures have attack, um, advantage on you if you're within five feet of the creature and it attacks you... Fun, fun, fun. Um, it is then going to go ahead and target Twyla with a tendril. Um, we'll take that. You did four. So you have oops, not that many. Oops. That many hit points. You only lost two hit points. Okay. Um, it is going to go ahead and attack Twyla with a tendril. Uh, that's a 17 that's going to miss. Um, Twyla's actually got AC. Um, and then one more attack at Juliet, because she's within range. Um, that is going to be a 19 to hit, um, which does hit for 8 points of fire damage. Um, and then the creature um, will use its real ability, um, which allows it to pull the creatures 25 feet closer to her that it has grappled, um, which includes um, Juliet and Zalire. 
Um, it is then gonna use its bite attack on Zaliri, because you hit it first. <laughs> Logic. Um, it does get advantage on the strike. That is gonna be a 26 to hit, which I do believe hits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why aren't you yeah. rolling the dice, please? Okay, I'll just roll it. That's going to be 28 points of fire damage as the creature just <laughs> bites down on you. And you feel this kind of like not only is it kind of like it's it feels as this creature is just like <laughs> throwing these tendrils out. You can feel like the heat just kind of singes against you all. And you can for the sakes of this, while you're also grappled by the creature, you are also burning, not on fire, but you are getting burn damage, residual burn damage every time this creature has you grappled. And then it goes ahead and poof, as it bites, you can feel this like white hot, like kind of breath like come up as it comes in almost like the same piercing kind of like as it tears into your flesh. Um, yeah, that's its turn. Um, that brings us to Twyla. Terrible. <laughs> How is Zaleer looking? Is she looking like... Alive. Is she looking... <laughs> Alive. Ariok! <laughs> like, ah! Let's try to... I don't know. What would I use? Guiding bolts. Guiding bolts! Alright! Go ahead and make your attack with your guiding bolts! I'm gonna try to mark it. Eh, don't worry too much about it. You can just cast it. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Uh, 23 absolutely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. 18 points of radiant damage. And the next attack on it has advantage with the guiding bolt coming out and this big streaking arc of what? Um, what color is your guiding bolt? He's gonna be purple. This purple radiant kind of like exuding energy just kind of <laughs> hits into this creature. It's like <laughs> Anything else in your turn, Twyla? That was your action. You have bonus action movement. Uh, um, I think Bless is already gone, right? Um, yes. There it is. I always miss the beat drop. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to use one sorcery point, and okay. I'm going to use mind sliver. Okay. Um, um, if it works, it'll get a d4 against it. Uh, I believe it is a... Uh, it might be an intelligence saving throw, actually. Intelligence save, yeah. Yep. More and more people are using that spell against me. <laughs> Natural one for a negative one. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so. Yeah, that is a um, 11 points of psychic damage and the creature has a D4 against it the next time it makes a saving throw. Very good. 
Uh, that brings us to Juliet. Uh, Juliet is going to, well, she has advantage on the strike, so she might as well just go ahead and do it. Um, she is going to... Is she not restrained anymore? Was she restrained? Oh, she's still restrained, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's restrained. Oh, sorry. Can I move a little back away from the guy? <laughs> <laughs> you can move wherever you want there, dear. Don't worry about it. <laughs> drag and no, click and drag. There you go. <laughs> Just trying to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the barrel. There's a barrel going down. Lyra can't yeah. hear you over her own screams. Yeah, there, there is a there is a barrel that's like just flying down there. Um, I'm just trying to figure out. I feel like we were trying to. I, I don't know why I didn't figure this out before this, but that's okay. Um, I don't believe she actually has wild, uh, not wild, um, um, extra attack, um, as a hex blade. Thought she did. I don't think that is his thing. Um, but what she will do is she will, um, first she's gonna hex the creature. Oh wait, she doesn't have hex, that's right. Hex blade's curse! <laughs> Her thing confuses me. Um... She's going to get a bonus of damage, a plus four, and she'll crit on a 19 or a 20. Beautiful. So Hexblade's Curse on the creature. Um, and then she will go ahead and make her strike. She um, It would be disadvantaged because she's restrained, but because of the fact that the next attack on it has advantage because of Guiding Bolt, she can attack normally. Um, so she will go ahead and attack with her Sanguine Pact Weapon. Sanguine. Uh, that's gonna be a 25 to hit, that's absolutely gonna hit. Um, ends up doing 11 points of damage, um, plus another 4 because of her, um, because of her X-Blade's Curse. Um, and was that, uh, what was the attack roll on that? 17, okay. Um, so yeah, that'll end her turn. Um, that brings us back to Zalire. Alright, so I am restrained. Correct. I am not very strong. Um, Correct. Uh, so... Uh, can I attack the... T nope. You know what? I'm close enough. I'm gonna try to... I'm just gonna attack the, um, the creature that's in front of me. Okay. Go ahead and make an attack. Uh, it's at disadvantage because of the fact that you are restrained and grappled. All right, and I get two attacks. Actually, I'm gonna go with my rapier and my dagger. Okay, two attacks. All right, oops, disadvantage. Come on, nope. 11 is not yeah. going to hit. And with my dagger, 14. Nope, unfortunately that does not hit either. As you're, yeah. trying, you're trying to like slash at this thing and this thing's like, it's it's actual form is kind of like hidden underneath this kind of like 
layer of caked on sludge and um, just kind of it's it, you get the idea. Um, not to get too detailed into it. Um, all right. Uh, anything else? Your turn. Mm, nope. Can't move. No. All right. Ariel King God. All right. Can can I attack the tentacle that currently is holding Zamiri? I'm uh, sorry. Who, who's Zamiri? Zaliri. <laughs> yes, you can. You can absolutely attack the tentacle. Uh, go so, ahead and give me an attack roll. All right. Because this is a teammate and they are important to me, I'm going to reckless attack this. Okay. Well, uh, that's going to be a critical hit. Okay. Uh, so, uh, why not smite it? Uh, you're going to smite the tentacle? Yeah! Okay. Look, when you positively, absolutely have to get rid of a tentacle, call on Smite overnight. We'll okay. make sure that thing goes bye-bye. Okay. Alright. And, whoop. Cool, okay. And, whoop. Okay. Whoop. Okay, so... There we are. Alright, that's a total of... Uh, 13 and 13 is 26. 26 plus 9 is 35. 35 and 6. Uh, 41. Yeah, you, 41 you go ahead and you take your uh, your great sword and you just like and you see this creature as this like tentacle just um, so yeah, you absolutely destroy the tentacle that's got Zalire. Um Zalire, you are no longer um, restrained or grappled or anything. You are finally free from this disgusting, molten hot turd creature. Um, <laughs> uh, anything else in your turn there, Ariok? Uh Yes, indeed. I'm going to attack it again directly with an extra attack. And okay. out of weird curiosity, does cutting off one of the tentacles count as killing a target for the bonus action attack that Great Weapon Master gets? You can say no, it's fine. I was just curious. I'm like, it's not really. I mean, it's still a lot. I'll say no for this one, just because. Yeah, that's fair. Well, you I'm gonna. You, you, you cut off a tentacle. You didn't kill anybody, though. Very fair and valid. Uh, so, bang <laughs> 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 bang! Uh, don't sue me, Cactus Jack. Um. Anyway. Oh. Well, Mick make, make seems like a cool enough guy. I don't think yeah. he'd sue us for that. No. Uh, even though we're both wearing the uniform. Uh. So, I am going to power swing this uh, and and smite it because again I rolled another critical twenty. Oh my god. Okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. All right. Okay, that's a little better. I'm seeing. I'm some good numbers here. I like those numbers. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, let's see. 5, 10, 12, 15, 18, uh, 23, 28, 44 uh, damage. Okay. 44 points of damage. Yeah, how do you want to kill this thing? Like, <laughs> Jesus. Like, come on. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I forgot I was raging. That was forty. That was forty-six. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so, what do you, who do you want to attack with your extra attack? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna attack the air. I don't know. So, yeah. I, with with the giant like uh, butcher's knife chop strike, just severing the tentacle. I kind of do that big swinging uh, backhand golf swing 
with this one piece of metal with a kind of metal rod going up the spine of it, kind of making it a great sword. And as, as a giant swing uh, across the gut, I kind of activate the smite and the lion roars as holy energy just pours into it. On the swing, I turn around so my back's to it. I'll kick ass like, like a Power Ranger flick, and then I let it die. Yeah, and as you do, it's just like... As the giant turd goes into the earth, into the water, and goes away. Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> I created it. I don't know why I made it. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I put it into existence, but I made it. Um... Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, you absolutely murder this thing. Well, not murder. You know what I mean? I will watch that. That will absolutely never happen again. Oh, my. Hey, probably. Oh, man. Well, no, I, don't mean, I mean the... The double crits might. If that oh, happens the double, again. The double crits might? Yeah, I don't know about that. That might be a little tricky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love oh, that goodness. Larry. Yeah. yeah. Some, ten oh, some tentacles like... randomly fall off. Che someone just said, check its pockets. <laughs> <laughs> check it for loot. <laughs> Guys, it's not a turd. <laughs> yeah. So dirty and smelly, and I cast predestination like over the robes. I think I have a potion. Do you, do you want to take a potion? I don't know if, what's worse, the smell or the burning. Probably the burning. Oh. Probably the burning, actually. Uh, I have, I have a, a salt that can probably help with that. A healing salt. Thank you, I appreciate it. Uh, let it me really hurts. And I, I'm going to pass you a potion. So you can drink up. Uh, let me see where I have that. I'm not supposed to get that close. That's, um... That's the exact opposite of what I try to do. Well, you, Thank you, Ariok. You didn't try to get close. He I did not. You. I saw him. I mean, I was just doing my job, uh, and, and I know you're not supposed to get close. You told me one day, you said, Ariok, I don't like getting close. And I said, well, we all have walls up, Salieri. Eventually, you have to learn to take them down. And then you said, no, I don't like getting close to violets. And I said, oh, well, that's understandable. So I cut the tentacle off. I appreciate it. Yeah, but like just just the like the tip. The rest of it's fine. But everything from there up where you were at, good as new. Good, good. You're safe. Well... The tip is all you need, or so I hear. So I can hand you the potion because I'm checking on my bag of holding and I just can't find the healing salt in my inventory, so... It's okay, take your time. Take your time. Oh, that might be my pro my fault. <laughs> you see, I, I, I even cast like something to bring the item, but it doesn't make like, yeah, that might be my fault. Uh, no, that's okay, but... <laughs> importing, yeah. importing characters makes them go away. Um, <laughs> makes items that's that okay. don't exist go away. Um, so, I'll just give you the potion and we, we will fix that. Yeah. yeah. Later. Yep. Yeah. Do you all continue on in the chamber? Uh, that potion, by the way, um, is uh, 44 plus 4. Okay. I'm going to roll that now. Mm -hmm. 44 plus 4. 
at it. If it wants to cooperate. Um, it did. Um, so that's 12. 12 points of healing. Um, okay, great. Bring you back up to 51. Yeah. Out of 69. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Nice, nice. Um, we're horrible here. Um, um, so as you continue to move on, um, you head off in the direction of where you think this um, cult activity would be. You kind of like navigate. You end up having to go down a kind of a, a strange kind of you notice as the further you go in, the more awkward it gets. Like there's some areas where there's like just kind of random tunnels that kind of tear. Like they were saying, it's very possible that uh, some of the plans are not completely accurate, which is kind of part for the course. But you do see kind of like weird etchings and markings everywhere once in a while. Um, I would like somebody to helm a survival check to head into the direction that you intend. Um, if you are proficient in it, and someone else is also proficient in it, in it you can either have advantage. Um, Juliet has proficiency um, with a plus five, um, but if anyone else has proficiency as well, she can do so at advantage. Or if somebody else has a better bonus, they can also do it at advantage. I somehow have uh, a bonus. Uh, I'm sorry, proficiency with a plus seven. So if yeah, uh, you can go ahead and yeah. make it at advantage. All right. So far, so good. Okay, so that's gonna be a nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Yeah, you um, you're able to kind of continue to like navigate and slither. Um, sorry, I have that stupid um, snake thing from YouTube. Um, anyway, uh, you you, you you navigate your way through, um, and you start to see like kind of more of these kind of. So you actually see. You kind of look closer and you notice that these markings that are on these walls are kind of swaths of some sort of dried reddish brown something. They're just kind of <laughs> smeared across the wall. Closer you look. Closer. Yeah, so I was going to say, go ahead and take a If you want to <laughs> take a closer look, let me know. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make yeah. an investigation check advantage because that's what you do. You're an investigator. It's a great feat find all the treasure. <laughs> I'm gonna... 27. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, you um, definitely appears to be um, appears to be blood. Dried, and probably weathered and been there for a while, but it's dried blood. Blood. Julia just kind of like, they wasted. <laughs> um... <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, and you follow it for a little ways, probably about like five, ten more minutes, until you start to hear the sounds of voices kind of off distant away from you. Footsteps. Um, you get to kind of like near the edge and you can see that there's this like kind of like a turn. Um as you get closer you can appear down and you can actually see what appears to be a number of individuals like kind of off in the distance as you kind of look down you kind of like are able to kind of keep back and we're gonna stop right here 
can pick this up next week. So um, we will pick it up here as you all are pursuing the cult of the flame here in the underbelly sewers of Nulgrim. Um, thank you, everybody, for sticking around with us. We'll change the music so that way it's not so scary and depressing. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, um, we appreciate having everybody here. Um, we'll actually go back to our... Um, why don't we just go ahead and uh, hang back in the, in the tavern again? Why don't we? And um, so um, hope you all had a good time. Um, congratulations again to Steamboat Willy Wonka for winning the dice giveaway. Thanks for everybody who followed um, us today. We had a number of viewers today. It was really, really quite awesome. We appreciate it. Um, we'll hopefully be back next week, if not next week, the week after. Um, once holiday stuff starts going on, um, I do realize that... Um, I do know that on the Thursday before Christmas, I will not be available as I will be traveling up to, you know, do real life things and see parents stuff. Um, so um, appreciate y'all for coming out to watch and um, we'll see you all next time. Have a good night. Bye.